3: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. CTmobile.com.
0: From KMOX Sports. Okay, boys, here we go. Welcome to the Graybar Sports Open Line. Those swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. Graybar, your distributor for electrical and data-com needs. Here we go. Now. Matt on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. All right, man, let's get going here. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Let's go.
2: Well, it has been quite the day today. The Cardinals introducing Sonny Gray. You've heard the press conference right here on KMOX. That was uh, just a little bit more than an hour ago. Got started at 4.30. It went through just about 5 o'clock as uh, we in St. Louis, we start to get to know the newest member of the Cardinals in Sonny Gray. And as you might expect, a large portion of this show today is going to be dedicated to Sonny Gray. In fact, I got the chance to sit down and have a one-on-one conversation with him. You are going to hear that in just moments. So don't go anywhere. Then later on in the hour, Polo Ascencio, Cardinals Spanish play-by-play broadcaster. Uh, even more later in the hour, Bob Nightingale from USA Today will get his thoughts on the Sonny Gray signing. Next hour, Scott Warman from Bally Sports Midwest will get his thoughts on Sonny Gray in addition to the Blues. And uh, we will talk a little uh, Mizzou football and Chiefs football as well. Blair Kirkhoff from the Kansas City Star is going to join us at 7.35. So we have a jam-packed program. Uh, would love to hear from you. So we'll we'll get a couple opportunities for you to call in uh, between six forty five and seven o five. The last segment of this hour and first segment of next hour. Uh, that's going to be your opportunity to chime in on the Sunny Gray signing. So we'll take your phone calls, your text messages, and your tweets later on this hour, first thing next hour. But if you want to get in right now and give me your thoughts on the Sunny Gray signing or your thoughts on anything he said today, I know a lot of people were impressed uh, with the message that he sent today uh, in his press conference would encourage you to uh, text in or tweet in if you want to text in 3144367900 314-436-7900, or if you want to uh, tweet at me, at Matt Pauly on air. But let's get right to it. Let's hear from the man of the hour, the man of the moment, the newest pitcher for the St. Louis Cardinals. He came in second in the American League Cy Young Award voting last season. Just a little while ago over at Bush Stadium, I sat down and spoke with Sonny Gray, and the first thing I asked him is, how does it feel to be a Cardinal?
3: Um, it's a good feeling. It's a good day, um, not only for me, but for my family. And um, we're excited. Like I said, uh, St. Louis is a place that that we've wanted to be at for a while now. So to get this opportunity and to and to be here and to uh, and to make it official is um, it 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 feels good. It's a good day. It's a good day. In the
2: big press conference, you talked about your desire to be a Cardinal and years of coming here and being seeing the fans and the stadium and everything. Can you speak to that a little bit more about just what the impact on this place had on you before becoming a Cardinal?
3: Yeah. Um, you come here as a visitor, and, and you see it, and the first thing is, is you see the stadium, and the stadium is, is beautiful. Um, and then you start talking to people, and you see the fans, and the fans show up, and every what everyone says is, I mean, the outside perspective of St. Louis is like, oh man, the, the, the fans are great. The fans are great. It's a, uh, it's a great, it's a great baseball city. Uh, you know all these things. So you just hear those, for, you hear that for years and years. So, um, so yeah. Then that was kind of like, you know what? It would it would be neat to it would be neat to play there. And then obviously I'm from, I'm from Smyrna, Smyrna, Tennessee, which is not too far from here. Um, so then you kind of start thinking of that you know no you know it would be awesome to play for St. Louis one day and um like i said the opportunity the opportunity presented itself um i guess about 2 weeks ago to it, it might be an option and it and it might have some some validity to it and then it so you know we pursued it and it and it and it worked out and you know it kind of th- there towards the end we kind of um with 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 mo and bo and everyone we kind of worked to to, to get it done because it became a it became more clear that you know what like this let's 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 get it done with, with St. Louis because that's that's where we want to be a lot of Tennessee is cardinal country did you grow up as a cardinal fan or paying attention to the cardinals um i grew up watching three te- four, four teams i would say we grew up watching the Braves the Cubs the Reds and the Cardinals um and there's always cardinals hats you see them all over especially when i was when i was younger they're always around um i grew up um just not a fan of one particular team just a fan of just kind of in general right just baseball but I also didn't watch a ton of baseball we were always outside just doing you know um but I never I never came to to St Louis or anything no um but i'm 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 glad we're doing it now you talked earlier about you like
2: being coached. And I, I heard Eric Kratz on Foul Territory tell a story earlier today about how in New York, maybe the coaches weren't having you do what makes you your best self. What What's that process like for you working with coaches, making sure the coaches know you well enough mm-hmm. that they can help you become your best self?
3: Yeah. Um, I mean, if you heard me talking there and you've kind of followed me at all, that you know that I I do have a, I do have a strong personality. I do have, um, I do have a, a lot of fire. I do have my own thoughts. I do have a lot of my own ideas. But at the same time, it's like I love, I love being coached. But, but I also have to respect and understand, you know, where it's coming from. Um, and I don't know if that's, I don't know what, you know, like I haven't growing up through the middle part of my life, and I don't know if I'm getting too deep. But this is just who I am. But my dad passed away when I was 14 years old, so I kind of went through high school, college. I've kind of went through the middle part of my life with a lot of male authority figures, uh, you know, in my life. But I've also kind of went through it, you know, having to make a lot of my own decisions and, and doing my own thing. But I, I, I enjoy being coached because I, I think they you, you have someone who can – put in the work i mean you put in the work together right and then you have ideas that you bounce back and forth off of each other um but you just have to I, just have to show me that you put in the work and that you care because that's what you're going to get from me you're gonna you're going to get someone who cares um i may be hard to to fully let people in but when you get in you're in and um and and i don't know i mean I don't know if I answered your question. No, you but, did. That's a great yeah. answer. Just a couple more moments with uh, Sonny Gray here on
2: KMOX. Listening to you talk earlier, you talked about culture. You, your passion just exudes how much you love pitching, how much you love winning, and and, and just the art of competition. How does, does you being D, that kind of DNA being built that way, what kind of impact can that make in a clubhouse? Um,
3: I, I think players... Uh, baseball players, especially when you're around it all day, I think guys can tell when it's faked and when it's, you know, like, ah, you know, like that guy says the right things. Um, You know, he says the right things doing this or whatever. But, I mean, when you're around guys, as much as you're around your teammates and everything, um, you can't fake it. So I think first and foremost is you can't fake it. It's got to be real. It's got to be authentic. It's got to be – and by saying that, like the best way is just to naturally be yourself and that's one thing that i've learned going through some going through a struggle like you said in, in my earlier in, in my career was like when you get away from just being yourself and just being true to who you are that's when that's when you're you're not at your best and that's when you know so i think when you're around uh, uh, creating a culture and everything first and foremost is you just got to be real and you just got to be yourself and um and just let it, let it just, just, just open, just openly be yourself, and and let your true color show. And that, those, when I'm when I'm doing that, that's that is my true colors, my, my true color. So, um, I think the more that you can be yourself and openly be your expel, be openly be yourself and just kind of let it all out there. I do think it makes it easier for then other people to do the same, um, which I think creates a strong bond. Last thing for
2: you, non baseball. Is there something about St. Louis, maybe food, attraction, something that you've been able to enjoy, you're looking forward to, maybe looking forward to sharing with your family? Is there anything non-baseball that um, really
3: jumps out? Yeah, we love the arch. Okay. Um, family, Jessica and my two boys, uh, we came here this summer and uh, we got to the top of the arch mm-hmm. and we did that and everything. And we made these, we had these coins, you know, it's like, you can pay a dollar or whatever it is um, and get a coin or whatever. And. We traveled around with, I still, I, I, I looked in my backpack this morning when I was flying up here and uh, looked in it and one of those coins is still in there, um, which is cool. And I also, I told my five-year-old that it's the McDonald's arch. So like half of it is in like Wyoming. The other half is somewhere in like Wyoming. So he, I think he's, I think he still believes that. I'm like, he's, like, we're, we're going to, so uh, we liked that. We liked it. And we liked it. He, my, my five-year-old liked it so much that he had a school, he had like a school project Um not too long ago and he's like all about me and right it was like favorite places favorite food favorite this favorite that and when it came to favorite places it was him it was a picture of him in front of the arch and that's what he wanted to put on it as his picture mm-hmm. and went to his class and described it so um that's cool that's that's a, that's a place that's that's something that already has created a, a strong memory for us that's awesome sonny can't wait to watch you pitch as a cardinal
2: thank you for taking some time with us thank you that's the newest Cardinal, Sonny Gray, joining us here on KMOX, an exclusive conversation. That was his second interview that he did after officially becoming a Cardinal. We talk with Polo Asensio next as we roll on with the Gray Bar Sports Open line on KMOX.
0: Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports.
2: clock at four.
0: Donchich. Let's step back three use Music. You set my world on fire. Yes I'm and even podcasts. Whatever you face face love, face hear face it right face here, face on. here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.
2: If your day sounds like We need the report ASAP You deserve Modelo If you've persevered through You deserve this rich golden lager With a crisp and refreshing taste Or if you overcame right.
0: two more reps, two more. You deserve
2: this ice cold reward Modelo, the mark fighter Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port Chicago, Illinois
1: this is
0: America's Sports Voice, Gegamo X.
4: Profundo. Jardín izquierdo, la pelota se va, la pelota se va. El capitán la manda.
2: The Spanish-language play-by-play voice of the St. Louis Cardinals is Polo Ascencio, and he joins us right now via the Quiver River Electric guest line. Always love listening to his play-by-play calls, even if I don't speak Spanish. Polo, always appreciate your time. How are you?
1: Hey, man, I'm having fun. Thank you for saying that. And uh, You know me, um, I was listening to Sonny Gray today, and he said, you know, I, you guys, I'm a rambler, and then he said, what was the question again? I forgot. So I'm a rambler, too. So you got, you got Sonny before me. Now you have me. Like I, like I tweeted out about 30 minutes ago, you know, the producer didn't figure out, didn't, didn't know what he was doing because he put two ramblers at the beginning. And I'm pretty sure the rest of the show is going to be very, very tight on time. But let's go. Let's, let, let's, let's talk some Sonny Gray. Let's talk some Cardinals. And let's talk some baseball. And, by the way, I'm actually in Tijuana, Mexico, my hometown. And in front of me, we have about 25 of the top uh, uh, prospects in all of Mexico especially in the northern area, Tijuana, Sonora, Sinaloa, where we know players like, like Jonathan Aranda from the uh, the, the race, uh, Alex Kirk from the race, Javier Assad, a pitcher for the Cubs. They all sign out of a showcase like this one today. So hopefully Ramon Garcia, the Cardinals uh, scout in Mexico, can find something good. And I can tell you, I, I like a couple of kids, especially one of the catchers. He's really, really good. So, again, we're talking about 15, 16-year-old kids, hopefully, you know, if if they sign one of them here today, uh, we can get to see this kid on, on about five or six years.
2: Well, the the, of the the news of the day is obviously Sonny Gray, a guy who came in second in the American League Cy Young Award voting last year. He comes in. He seems like he's going to be the top of the rotation guy. What was your reaction when you found out that Sonny Gray was going to be a Cardinal?
1: Well, it was about 7.30 in the morning this morning here in Tijuana, Mexico, and I was on my way to the dentist when I start getting notifications on my ex on my, on my account. And I was, you know what? That's not bad. Not bad at all. If you tell me that two of the top three free agents starting pitchers for this offseason are signed already, and one of them actually, you know, just uh, let's not count Yamamoto because, you know, we, we don't know what we're going to get with, with Yamamoto, whoever signs them, and hopefully the Cardinals are, are, are still in it. But two of the top three are signed, and one of them is with the Cardinals. That should make everybody very happy. And if not satisfied, at least happy. You know, what? let's not even talk about uh, Lance Lynn. Let's not even talk about Kyle Gibson. But Sonny Gray brings a lot to the table. And I really, really like what I heard from this kid. We've seen him compete against the Cardinals year after year after year. And one of the things he said today at the press conference, uh, amongst his rambling, he said, I am ready. I have an edge. I, 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 you know, I, I don't take no for an answer. Let's go. And that's what you want. That's what you want from somebody who's coming in into a team that lost a lot of games last season. A lot of innings were lost with the starting pitchers and the bullpen got taxed halfway through the season. The bullpen was already tired. So I like what I see. I like the signing. And, yes, you know, do we like to see something else? Do we want to see somebody else come in? We might see somebody, like, like Mo said, it's still early in the offseason. There's a lot of time to pray to perhaps even, you know, what if a, 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 another free agent just falls into the Cardinals' lap? A lot of things can happen, but to start the offseason, this is not a bad start, and let's not forget, it's only two months into this offseason. So we have another three and a half months, months to go, and the Cardinals, you can say they have a pretty good starting rotation already.
2: Let me finish you off with this. So, what should the next main target be for the Cardinals in terms of position? Is it relief pitching? Is it bench help? Where? What would you like to see the Cardinals do next? You know, something
1: that I love to see is bench. Uh, not well. Let's not say bench, right? Let's just say more players to come and bat off the bench or be be uh, uh, you know uh, give the starters a a rest. Or so perhaps trade for somebody to start up in the outfield or infield. Yeah, we do have a lot of really good pieces in this Cardinal roster already, but can it be better? Yes, it can. So I wouldn't mind seeing a couple of bats uh, either again to start or to be uh, a reserve uh, level bench. And even you know what, Matt, Matt, something that we forget about the minor leagues, right? When you look at, when you look at Triple A, who is down there with with uh, with years in the big leagues or years in the minor leagues trying to get or make it to the big leagues. We don't have a lot of players like that. And a lot of times, we need players like that. Baseball teams need players like that. And let's just go back to a few years when we had Jose Martinez, Jairo Munoz, we had Rangel Ravelo, a lot of guys that could come from the bench and spark something with one at-bat, with one start, every other other week or whatever. So I, I really do feel that we need to bring something like that, bring some veterans to help from the bench and to help, you know, when Goldie's not playing, when Adonado's not playing, but whoever's playing the outfield is not playing, let's look for somebody to help us spark something from the bench.
2: He is Polo Asensio, the Spanish-language play-by-play broadcaster for the Cardinals. Polo, thank you so much for the time. We'll get you back on real soon when we have a little bit more time.
1: No, 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 absolutely. Thank you, guys. And, hey, I said it before, and I'm going to say it again. And, Mo i trust. Let's be a little patient and at the end of this at the end of this off season, we're going to like what we have for our 2024.
2: Awesome. Thanks Polo. There's Polo Cencio joining Thanks. us up next. Bob Nightingale from USA Today Sports. This is a Graybar Sports Open Line. A jam-packed Graybar Sports Open Line on KMOX.
0: This is the Graybar Sports Open Line. Those bat swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX.
2: What a first hour we've had here on a Graybar Sports Open line. We had an exclusive one-on-one conversation with new Cardinals pitcher Sonny Gray at the top of the show. Cardinals Spanish language play-by-play broadcaster Polo Asensio last segment. And now we're going to gr- bring on the great Bob Nightingale, part of the uh, team at USA Today. has been covering Major League Baseball for a long time. Also part of the team at Claves Online. You follow him on Twitter at B Nightingale. Bob, thanks so much for uh, joining us today. How are you? Yeah, doing good. Thanks, man. Uh, what's your initial reaction to the Cardinals signing of Sonny Gray? Yeah, that was a great move.
5: Uh, you know, finished second in the AL Cy Young voting. Uh, he takes the ball and he gives you innings. Uh, you know, he's a, he's a real workhorse is what, what you need. I mean, uh, you know, they sign three of those guys when I mean, you throw in the, you know, Lynn and Gibson, but certainly when the top starters available and, uh, yeah, he gets, you know, he gets the job done. Well, liked in the clubhouse and, uh, that was a great a great sign.
2: Were you at all surprised it was just a 3-year deal that it, it didn't go and there's a 4th year option on it but it felt like if he really wanted to push it with some teams maybe he could have found a team to give him 5 years. You no,
5: know, I thought that part was good. I mean, you get more money per year in exchange for a shorter contract and you know it gives them a lot of flexibility, you know, particularly with you know Lynn for just one year and Gibson one if everything works out, you know, well then you give them that give him that 4th year. Well I think you know every team would like to get you know sign their guys to shorter travel contracts. And uh this this is a good case of that. So no, I thought it was I thought it was very fair for both sides. Uh
2: where do you evaluate the Cardinals' position right now in terms of starting pitching and how it can contend in the NL? Have they done enough to be a playoff team again?
5: Well they're probably gonna get some you know, relief help. Uh I'm sure they will still have to, you know. Try to get another starter if, if they could. You know they got some guys to trade, and you know Tavon Neal and you know Dylan Carlson uh, could trade Stephen Mats for that matter. But they got you know like six or seven starters, but you really need about eight or nine. So I'm sure they'll be out there for you know a Yamamoto. Uh, you know I, I think Yamamoto would probably go to go to a big city and place you know a place like that. Uh, there's you know other pitchers out there that can, that can help. A uh, Wade Miley would would help. But I would think, you know, probably focus more than the bullpen.
2: It's a team, and to your point, it's a team that blew a lot of saves last year. When, when teams spend big money on relief pitching, it can be a dicey situation. That's a, a relief pitcher can have a good year one year and not a great year the next year. How do you think the Cardinals go about adding relief pitching where it feels like that's another area that they need a lot of help in?
5: Yeah, a lot of times you trade for them, and but you're exactly right. It's very inconsistent. You know, I don't think they're going to play around in the uh, the market for Josh Hader. I mean, he's the best reliever out there, but it's going to cost a hundred million dollars. So I, I don't think the uh, I don't see the Cardinals doing that. But there's so many relievers out there where I think they'll can uh, kind of mix and match. You know, maybe trade for some uh, help and and sign some uh, free agents. I mean, there's a million relievers out there, and uh, you know, you get the you get the right guys, the right combo uh, with different arm angles. You know, they can. Uh, they can do wonders for you. I mean, look—you look at look at Texas. I mean, they were you know crying about their bullpen all year long, but they came together at the right time and uh, you know got it done to win a World Series.
2: Bob Nightingale from USA Today Sports and Cleves Online continuing to join us here uh, on a Graybar Sports Open Line from an industry wide perspective. The Aaron Nola deal—it it didn't seem like the annual average value was crazy there. You, the the twenty five million dollars or so that Gray's making—it uh, felt like he could have maybe pushed for more money if he if he really wanted to try. Uh, are we seeing, especially with the uncertainty of the regional sports networks, are we seeing baseball? Are we are we seeing you know executives across baseball maybe looking to spend a little less? Money until they know more about those revenue sources.
5: I would think so. I mean, when you say you know, the Mets twins said they're going to cut back, uh, you know they didn't really make a run at keeping Gray for, for that matter. Their TV contract is up. Uh, the Padres lost their TV contract last summer, and they're trying to uh, cut down their payroll by about fifty million dollars. Uh, Diamondbacks lost theirs, and you know they'll make some you know slight uh, improvements to the uh, roster and. uh, in payroll, but, you know, I think I think as a whole, the industry is very concerned about that. I think there's still 11 teams out there that are uncertain whether they're going to have a TV contract or not.
2: Do um what? It's so odd how on a year-to-year basis things can change because it wasn't that long ago that we were coming up on the collective bargaining agreement, and then they got that done. And last year, spending was very high, but now it's it, now it's coming back. Is that just kind of the nature of the beast? Market forces are always going to move things around, or, or is there something more to it?
5: No, you're exactly right. Usually the, uh, the year after the agreement, that's when the money is the most, then it kind of, you know, dips down year after year, you know, half of that, I mean, obviously we're going to see over $200 million on Yamamoto. You know, we're going to see, in the, you know, you know, four fifty five hundred 500 may, range for, uh, you know, Otani. So some of those guys will get their money. Blake Snell will probably get, you know, in the, in the $200 million range. So some of those guys will still get paid, uh, just because there's so few starting pitchers on, on the market. But as a whole, you're right. I mean, as a, uh, As years go on after the uh, labor agreement, usually the the spending becomes less.
2: He is Bob Nightingale. You read him at USA Today. Again, he's part of the team over at Klebs Online as well. Uh, Bob, always appreciate you finding some time for us. We'll talk again uh, real soon. All right, my pleasure. Thanks, Matt. Very good. There's Bob Nightingale joining us here on the program. Maybe we'll see. uh, Not even maybe we'll see. I can almost guarantee that he will be part of our first. Uh, Countdown to opening day show here on KMOX and across the Cardinals radio network. Which, by the way, okay. So let's we got a few things to uh, to knock out here. Uh, countdown to opening day. Our first edition of it will be from the baseball winter meetings in Nashville, and that's going to be coming up on Thursday. It'll be myself and Mike Claiborne, and that will begin our run. This year we're moving the day of the show. It's been a Wednesday in the past. We're moving it to a Thursday here moving forward. So Thursdays, is that next week? Is that oh Yeah, it's a week from Thursday. We have our first countdown to opening day show, and we'll be rolling every Thursday night, 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock. Again, our first one will be uh, from Nashville at the baseball winter meetings. One other thing. Earlier today, I recorded a conversation with uh, Kevin Wheeler all about the Sonny Gray signing. Uh, it's uh, I think it's pretty good because of Kevin, not because of me. If you want to listen to it, uh, you can go to KMOX.com and uh, go to where the podcasts are and find the Cardinals Conversations, and you'll see that. Uh, it's a Cards Cast Instant Reaction podcast. That's available for you. Don't leave our show right now to go listen to it. You can listen to it later, like after 10 o'clock, because you don't want to miss Hancock and Kelly either. Uh, But that's out there for you. Maybe even listen to it like tomorrow or something. I don't know. But it's out there. I wanted to let you know. So, And everything that we're doing connected to uh, Sonny Gray will be on that Cardinals Conversations podcast feed. It's available for you, uh, including my one-on-one conversation with him and the entirety of his press conference earlier today. So that's all available. If you're not familiar with the Cardinals Conversations podcast feed, KMOX.com, the Odyssey app. It is fantastic, fantastic stuff. We'll take a break and have more in just a moment as we roll on with a gray bar sports open line on KMox.
0: This is America's sports voice,
2: KMox. We're back at it on a gray bar sports open line here on KMox. My name is Matt Polly. It's been a uh, it's been a whirlwind last a few hours. We got word about the press conference uh, 4.30 press conference about 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I had not yet made it my way here to, uh, to downtown, and uh, we got here. We, uh, we took care of it. Scott to the press conference, Got Sonny Gray, uh, one-on-one with him. Again, if you missed that from earlier this hour, it's available, camoexit.com, and just head to the Cardinals Conversation podcast feed or the Sports Open Line podcast feed. You'll be able to find it uh, on both eventually. All right, uh, we're opening up the phones, the text line, the tweets. Uh, If you want to share your thoughts on Sonny Gray signing with the Cardinals, this is your opportunity. Wanted to uh, give you the chance. We'll do it here in this segment, and uh, if we get a lot of phone calls or anything, certainly uh, we'll continue on. In the next segment, next hour 314-436-7900. 314-436-7900. That's how you call. That's how you text. You can tweet at me as well at Matt Pauly on air to give uh, your thoughts on what the Cardinals have done here, bringing in a guy who, yeah, a lot of people don't view him as a number one, but if he pitches the way he pitched last year, he's he's number one. He was the um he was number two in the voting in the American League Cy Young Award. So if he can recreate what he did last year. Uh, He's the number 1 pitcher for the Cardinals. That's not a guarantee. Uh, I don't know if the Cardinals are going to do more or not here moving forward. A text message from the 662 says, "Uh, I'm proud that the Cardinals assigned Sonny Gray today. I've been thinking about how the Cardinals uh, catching will work with Sonny Gray, Lance Lynn, and Kyle Gibson. I hope the Cardinals pitching and the catching staff uh, will work out. Uh, Somebody else not as positive from the uh, 636 as it stands now. The team is back to wildcard contenders. Uh, Doesn't matter how good your starters are if the back end coughs it up. They got to do some work in the bullpen. Absolutely. They got to do some work in the bullpen. And I think that's the next thing that does have to happen. Let's grab our first phone call of the segment. Jack has given us a call. Hey, Jack, you're on Sports Open Line. Uh,
4: Yes, sir. My name is Jack, and I was just calling in on the acquisitions that they just obtained. Uh, I agree with what you just said. You know, it's it'll help, but they really still haven't solidified a really solid starter, though. I mean, they got Lance Lynn and some other guy from Baltimore. Which are just average pitchers? Hey, Jack, you don't and you j-
2: well. I'm gonna I'm gonna call you out on this. You just said they have not gotten a solid starter. You don't think Sonny Gray is a solid starter? At eight and eight, I mean he I came called, in second in the American League Cy Young Award voting. What do you want? I know,
4: but I mean I agree there. But how about is he was on Cincinnati right before? Before, is but he was in correct? Minnesota
2: most recently.
4: Okay, I mean I I'm not disenchanted with it but don't you think they need a one more solid guy and some closers
2: uh yes i i would love to see them bring in another top two starter and i would love to see them have more relief pitching but I, I, at the same time i wouldn't denigrate sonny gray if he if he pitches for the cardinals the way he pitched last season he's clearly a number one starter
4: No, I totally agree with that. But time will tell. You will. I mean, every time somebody goes somewhere else, a pitcher, they always don't work out the way you plan it. But I hope you're right. So you,
2: so so you didn't really like Sonny Gray because he was eight and eight last season. No, I mean, okay. Kyle Gibson won 15 games last year. So are you over the moon about the Kyle Gibson signing because he won 15 games? No, he's. Not over the moon, but he's okay. I mean, wins and losses don't matter. It's the the other numbers. Gray had a 2.79 ERA at a 1.15 WHIP. He uh, had he right, averages right. strikeout per inning. No,
4: okay, his all his stats and records. I agree with you, but you got win though. Well, you have to produce wins in order to you know get to the World Series. I mean, you could go eight and eight, and or you could have a great outing. You know, it, and still we don't get any hitting. But I agree with what you're saying.
2: Hi, right, Jack. I, I appreciate the phone call. Uh, thanks for listening. That's okay, it. bye. You bet. Three one four four three six seventy nine hundred. That's one of my things. Don't. Um, I, I didn't like the idea that he called and kind of dismissed Kyle Gibson signing, but then dismissed Sonny Gray for only being eight and eight. Where I mean, Gibson won fifteen games. And, you know, wins and losses. There's so much other that goes into it that it's really hard to. Um, to evaluate a pitcher on, on wins and losses. Let's grab Don, who's given us a call. Don, I've just got about a minute more before we got a break. You are on Sports this, Open Line. I'll
4: make a quick and short. Uh, I like the uh, Sonny Gray signing, and the reason why he was only eight and eight in uh, Minnesota. They didn't have a great offense uh, in Minnesota either. That was the other thing. And do you think they'll go out and get a Jordan Hicks for their bullpen? Or you see if you can answer those questions. But I like I like what they've done so far.
2: All right, appreciate the phone call, Don, for sure. And uh, we'll continue on with the phone calls coming up uh, after the news as we get into uh, the seven o'clock hour. They're gonna have to add to the bullpen. I don't know if it's gonna be a Jordan Hicks. Uh, they they expressed interest in possibly bring, you know, signing him to a deal before he got traded. Maybe they, you know, re-engage on those conversations. Uh, John Mosalok today made it very clear that leading into the winter meetings, now the the focus starts to shift a bit into what's available out there on the trade market. Uh, I, I have to think that the next priority for this team is getting high-leverage relievers. Uh, and getting swing-and-miss relievers, getting high-velocity relievers. Those kind of guys. Ryan Helsley can't be the only guy who's, uh, who's got you know, top-level velo coming out of that bullpen. I, I, I like what the Cardinals have done with Sonny Gray. Uh, I, I appreciate Lance Lynn and Kyle Gibson. They, they, clearly, they clearly make the team better. Uh, could they add more in starting pitching? Of course they could. And if there's an opportunity to do that, if, if Yamamoto kind of falls to them somehow, some way, that would be great. But I do think right now the, the focus is going to shift more towards relief pitching because that's the next thing to make this team that much better and get back into not just playoff contention, but the ability to have a deep playoff run. We'll continue to take your phone calls, your text messages, and your tweets, 314-436-7900. We'll do that after the news right here on KMOX.